0: All right, so here we go. We're sitting down with the head coach of the Halifax Thunderbirds. It's Mike Kersey. He joined us last year before the draft, and joining us again this year, giving us some time. Mike, how's the evening treating you?
1: Uh, treating me good. Uh, this morning just went out golfing with uh, with Kurt and, and Billy D, and um, you know, just kind of having lots of lacrosse talk the last little bit, which has been uh, a real nice change.
0: Yeah, it's definitely got to be refreshing with all the. Uh, the COVID, I guess, snags and everything. I'm wondering for you, um, you know, we lost last season. How you been keeping up with the players and uh, just seeing how everybody's progressing and, I guess, staying in shape? Um,
1: well, we've been having uh, Zoom calls with the players and having kind of, you know, group events where we'd have lots of guys on and, um, you know, just kind of chatted. We've been connecting, making sure we've connected with uh, – with our fitness and strength uh, coach, Dan Noble, he's been, you know, keeping in touch with the guys, making sure that they're they're staying in shape and, and staying game ready. And uh, some of the guys had the opportunity to play in a very shortened season up in Ontario here uh, with major series lacrosse. So um, we know guys are going to be, they're all gone at the bit to get back to uh, training camp and, and get ready for, uh, for a season.
0: Well, we have the NLL draft coming up this week, obviously. Going to add some more talent towards the Thunderbirds. I'm wondering for you, obviously, we talked last year, and this team was so good. It was what 8-4, and four, went on the eight-game winning streak. Uh, it didn't seem to have any glaring holes. Every guy I talked to told me, you know, you haven't seen a full game out of us yet. Just wait till we really hit our stride. And now you've gone out and you've gotten guys like Tyson Bell, and you're bringing in Riggs, and I see Draper signed today as well. For you, I'm looking at this roster, and, and do you see one point where you're like, "Hey, you know, maybe in the future we can add this guy uh, via the draft, and he'll shore up this position," or are you still pretty rock solid confident in what you got?
1: Well, I think we have a lot of depth everywhere. I feel, you know, very confident in the guys that we we have coming to camp. I think we we have a, a veteran uh, veteran team. We've got, especially in the front door, we've we've got a lot of veterans. Uh, back there, we got a lot of, of good, young, um, hungry defenders. So uh, I think for us, the the, the only real glaring hole is how do you backfill? You know, when guys like Cody, you know, they finish their playing career. Guys like Steph LeBlanc, who we brought in as an unrestricted free agent last year and, and re-signed this year. You know, having this draft being being a draft where we're looking forward. You know, down the road as to how do we backfill those positions. There are some talented talented guys in this year's draft and next year's draft that we feel are are going to be able to do that for us.
0: Now, last year, I mean, I know you probably can't speak too, too much to this, but last year, Halifax was definitely movers and shakers at the draft, bringing in Tyson Bell, which we'll talk about in a moment. Um, Do you foresee this year you guys sticking with the uh, the use of the draft picks or do you guys think you might make another trade to shore up another position or as you just put backfill a spot there as well
1: um i think i mean obviously we're, we're holding our cards a little bit tight but i i, I feel like if something comes up that's going to make us better um you know we're definitely are interested in that and are going to you know do our due diligence to see if it's the right fit um but knowing that we, we want to continue to add youth to this team and make sure that this is a team that's going to stay strong and competitive for a long time. Um, so I think it's really, it's kind of a a wait and see game to a little bit. I mean, we've definitely had some calls and, and you know, we've got a few things that we've got started um, if, if things kind of happen the way we think they might happen at the draft, but you know, again, our real focus is, is ensuring the longevity of this career and the quality of players that we continue to bring in um, for years to come.
0: Well, I look at this year's draft and obviously, you know, you see players jumping out and there's a few guys that uh, we've talked to so far, uh, like a, a teammate of Brett Draper's and uh, Mr. McKenna, Jordy McKenna, um, you know, and then uh, obviously you got coachy out there as well. Uh, they're both, you know, kind of flexing their social media muscle and, you know, showing what they're doing, what they can do. Obviously, uh, McKenna winning the uh, the Bandits championship run there. And then, of course, coach you with all this different training. I'm wondering for you, does that help, uh, I guess, with this COVID kind of season thing where you don't get to see some guys? It allows you to elevate their uh, their profile and see what's going on with them?
1: It definitely does. I mean, again, we're we're kind of limited. And, you know, this past year we were limited. We didn't see any guys play lacrosse or very few um so when guys do that it, it is helpful and, and you know we do notice those things we do look at those things um and again that's a tool for us to to be able to help with our recruiting process and then we you know when we pass those on we talk to you know our scouts and and look at guys that have that they've seen play in the past so it is definitely something that uh that we have used, utilized a lot more than we have in the past, for sure.
0: No, definitely. Well, I mean, it seems like everybody's trying to find an advantage to get themselves up and, you know, make themselves noticeable to different teams. And, I mean, this season is very important. I mean, there's a new team coming in. Uh, you got new teams on the horizon as well, like Vegas. And then, of course, Mm -hmm. you know, Sakevich did say that there's going to be more teams to be added here, and he, you know, hopes to grow it to 30. I want to ask you, obviously, you know, being around lacrosse a lot, you see the NLL and you see the steps it's taking to grow. I'm wondering for you, what is the uh, what is the feeling knowing that this league is kind of actually hitting its stride and you know has some solid blue chip owners and you know exciting things on the horizon.
1: Uh, it's real exciting for lacrosse, especially box lacrosse right now. I mean, um, you know, to to have growth in the game. Um, there have been different points in my career when I was playing where we you know we. We expanded too quickly and didn't have the right owners, and those those teams didn't last. So, I think the the plan that the NLL has in place is, is a, a much better plan than than we've had in the past. And I think getting quality owners uh, that are committed to the game and committed to growing the sport um, it's very very exciting, and it's going to be interesting to see uh, you know how that that growth continues and. You know, they're looking, continuing to look for strategic partners to make sure that that it's the right fit. So I think that's the most important thing. Um, Again, I don't want to see where it expands to the point that it waters down the talent level or waters down the quality of league. Um, You know, going to a game, every fan should go there uh, and enjoy themselves. I mean, it is an entertainment uh, industry, but we also want to make sure that the product that you're putting on the floor for both teams is quality. And that they're going to have a good quality game. If I'm, that they're not going to be used to you know seeing teams getting blown out because really that's not as enjoyable as seeing you know a one goal game or an overtime game or a close game. That you want them at the edge of their seat. You want them enjoying that uh, that sport that we play. And uh, you know with the quality of players that are out there, we I definitely can see a few more teams being added and not not out that. Uh getting to 30, I think, will be a little more challenging, you know, to, to keep, again, uh, the quality of players and then the quality of the the product that we put on the floor.
0: No, def- <clears throat> definitely. Well, a few um, players I want to ask you about for this Halifax Thunderbird roster coming up this year, and uh, mm-hmm. the one that is very exciting we'll get to last. Um, but I want to ask you about David Brock. Obviously, uh, a 10-year NLL veteran, you know, comes to this team what are you expecting out of him, and what can fans expect out of him? Um, you probably know his profile and what he can do.
1: Yeah, uh, I think David Brock, I think, is a very underrated defenseman. to me. I think if you look back uh, about three years ago, I, I, I think he should have won Defensive Player of the Year. He was he was absolutely outstanding for New England. He scored in transition. Uh, he kind of did everything. Um, you know, he's a he's a big guy, but he runs. He's, he's got great speed and athleticism. Um, he's got great footwork, so again, he's a he's a guy that we needed. We needed to add some size to our right side of our defensive core, uh, and he definitely added that. But he also adds a, a quality of athleticism and IQ that uh, I think the young guys are are, are going to be able to learn from. And um, again, we're looking for him to do big things on that right side. And uh, again, you're going up against a Mark Matthews, you know, six foot two and you know, two twenty pounds. You need a defender that can. That's that size and speed so for us he's that guy and uh, I think he's he's going to be uh, very good for us on the right side
0: another player that you're really familiar with he's not a new signing but he did ink a new deal with the Thunderbirds for five years and we joked about him last year as the, uh, the video game playing wizard of the faceoff yeah. dot and that's Jake Withers I'm wondering for you what does it mean to have him on board and signed on for five years especially with his dominance there on the faceoff
1: yeah, I think it's a it's a commitment to success long term. I think that's something that we, again, you know, speaking to earlier, is is we're committed to this franchise long term, and we want to make sure that you know we put the best team that we possibly can. And Wiz is a big part of that. I mean, he, I, I think people always, you know, when you start talking about face offs, I mean, he's he's the best. He, he's the best in the league at, at getting the face off. If he doesn't win the face off, he's the best guy at getting the ball back from that from that face off guy. So. He's very underrated as a defender, though, and I think you know that gets lost in the fact that he's such he's so dominant in the circle. Uh, but he's a very good defender, and um, again, he's a good young leader for our team. So to have him for five years and knowing that he's going to continue to grow in that position and leadership role that we see him having on this team, um, I think it's uh, it's very exciting to have a guy
0: like that. Another guy that was really excited to to join the Thunderbirds, get drafted by them, but the uh, the pandemic kind of got in the way. Uh, he did ink his new deal with the Thunderbirds last week. Uh, that's Brett Draper, a young guy who just won the uh, championship with the Junior A Bandits as well. Mm-hmm. Um, wondering what your thoughts are on him. I told him that I would ask you, and I said I yeah. want him to be blunt and <laughs> honest and uh, use the yeah. no mercy a cursey on him.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see to see Brett and how he fits in with the, at, the, at the pro level. I mean, it is a significant jump from... Uh, from junior A, I mean, there's there's not a lot of guys that can really make that jump uh, effectively. Um, but I think Brad, Brad definitely possesses all the athleticism and qualities that we look for in a lacrosse player. And uh, I think he's you know for him the the best thing that he can do is come into camp and be a sponge and you know put the effort that we've seen him put out in, in his team out in Halifax. And I think if he does that, he's got a real good shot of uh, making our team and, and being a guy that um, is going to be a, you know, kind, of, kind of a model to look towards uh, for Halifax players. So, you know, I'm excited to see him in the camp and, and see what he's got.
0: No, I know he definitely can't wait to get going. He really can't wait to meet the next guy that we're going to talk about, and that's Tyson Bell. Um, you know, you got the, uh, the flow at the draft and the trade. Um, yeah. you know, I have spoke with Tyson already, had him on the show. He's really excited to get him with the Thunderbirds, obviously a team that was, you know, really hitting stride before everything shut down. What are you expecting from Tyson? We know that he's a loose ball, you know, demon. He loves to turn that ball over and grab it. Um, <laughs> You know, I'm wondering for you, what are you looking for from him, and what do you want him to do? Obviously, coming to a new team, guys may try to do a little bit too much or get themselves a little bit more noticed. Um, Tyson seems to be pretty cool and calm on that, but you know, everybody wants to, to fit in and make sure they make the best impression. What is uh, Mr. Kersey looking for out of uh, Tyson Bell? I think mean, I just want
1: him to continue to play the, the game that he's he played in, in Calgary. I mean, he, again, he's he's great on loose balls. He, he's excellent in transition. He makes smart decisions in transition, and uh, we want him to continue to do that. Again, we always tell our guys if you play within yourself and you play as as a group in the back end, I mean, you're going to be successful. And you know, he's a great team guy. He's a, he's a great guy to have on the team. You know, he's a fun guy. Likes to have fun and. Uh, you know he knows a lot of the players on the team that's played with him at different points in his career. So um, I think it's going to be a very seamless transition. You know, bringing a guy like Tyson in um, again. You know, he's great on loose balls, great in transition, but he's also a great defenseman. So um, I, I'm excited to see you know him him bring that game to Halifax. I think the fans are going to absolutely love him, and uh, I'm excited to to see him put on the uh, the purple and orange.
0: No, we can't wait out here either. So I want to I wanna ask you a couple more questions here before we let you go for the evening. Yeah. Um, you know, with the Halifax Thunderbirds, the first season, the inaugural season, that got cut short. It was a huge celebration here in Halifax. Everybody latched onto this team. Um, and I expect the exact same thing to happen again. I'm wondering for you, you look at the squad and, you know, what they were capable of before, and now it seems like there's more additions and you're ready to really hit that, you know, floor running. Um, for you... When you look at this team and you look at what Halifax is waiting for what do you expect it to be like you know opening night and throughout this season for the Thunderbirds and what can fans expect out of them
1: well I think if you if you didn't make it out to a Thunderbirds game you definitely need to uh, but I think as far as the fans go you're going to get you know high paced high scoring team that's exciting to watch that never quits and never dies and I think that was what I, I think most fans really enjoyed is our never-quit attitude. I mean, there were several game, home games where we were behind and, uh, and made some great rallies in the fourth quarter. And, you know, we're a lunchbox team. We work hard. Uh, we, put, we leave everything out on the floor, and I, I think fans can appreciate that. And, um, again, it's, it's that relatableness that the guys have to, to the fans that I think makes it even more special to be a lacrosse fan. Um, and I think it's a team that is very poised for lots of success this year. You know, I think if we don't go deep into the playoffs and, and make a good run at this, at this uh, trophy, the Champions Cup, I think we'll, we'll be disappointed. So I think, uh, I think great things are going to happen this year. I'm very excited to get back to Halifax and uh, get back to the fans that really embraced us last year, and I'm, I'm hoping that uh, we sell the place out this year.
0: Well, I know that's definitely going to happen. There's no doubt about that. Everybody's buzzing. I know lots of people that have purchased season tickets as well. So the Thunderbirds are well-received. I want to know, though, um, you know, landmark deal, I guess, between NLL and the TSN. uh, I'm going to be putting a game on a week featuring a Canadian team each week. Um, Does that change anything from from your perspective of how you'll approach the game, obviously, on national television? Or is it still going to be the same way, you know, um, you know, some people, I guess when you get the spotlight on, they want to show off a little bit and kind of elevate the thing. Um, are you guys going to keep the grind the way it is and, uh, just show people why Halifax is what they are?
1: Yeah, we, we just keep the grind the same. I mean, the, the, the message will be the exact same, whether we're on national TV or whether we're in an empty arena is we, we stick to what we're good at. We play within ourselves. Um, and we don't stop until that, that last buzzer, uh, uh, goes. So that's that's the type of team we've built. That's the attitude that we have as an organization. And our players buy into it. And you're never going to see us quit no matter what the score is. I mean, you look at the uh, the Saskatchewan game uh, where, you know, you saw fans get up and leave. And, and rightfully so, we were getting blown out. But, you know, with the never-die never attitude that this, this team has and this organization and coaching staff, you know, we battled back and lost a heartbreaker in, in overtime. So, Uh, I would never leave early on this team. This is a team that's that's built to win. We got the the right attitude and the right work work ethic, um, and uh, more exciting.
0: Well, the last one I'll leave you with here is um, I talked to Nick Sakavich about you know ten pole events and getting something special going for the NLL, kind of like the Field of Dreams in baseball. We saw the optics Mm -hmm. and how cool that was coming through the cornfield and Lake Louise for the Mm -hmm. NHL. You know, being out there and just the way it looked. Um, for you, obviously being a player, now a coach, a uh, huge part of the NLL, what would it mean to have something like that, and what would you envision it being like for uh, for a game like that?
1: Uh, I, I think those, those games are, you know, they're obviously really cool games and, and really cool experiences, and, you know, to be a part of something like that um, would obviously be great. You know, how would it look for me? It would be... On a, in an outdoor surface somewhere where I feel like, you know, that's where the roots of the game really were, um, you know, an outdoor box somewhere where you have fans outside enjoying the sunlight and, you know, having some beers and some pops and enjoying the roots of the game, which is, was really comes, you know, comes from, uh, comes from that native culture. And I think something, something along that lines, I think would be, would be a, a very cool experience and it would be meaningful to the sport of lacrosse.
0: Well, I look forward to something like that happening, and I can think of no better place than Halifax, maybe right smack dab in the center of uh, that oval that we have going on there when there's no ice in. Just put the game right there and allow fans to be around the track and watch that. I think it would be perfect. Um, Definitely a good setting right there in the commons, and... Yeah, I think about Halifax being in there, and I've said it to uh, to everyone who's been on. I think that a, a game like that would really elevate the status, especially, you know, with a network involved like TSN. And I can't wait to see the Thunderbirds get back on the floor. I can't wait to see them rush through and, and get to the playoffs. And I know this team will have great success, obviously, with you and Kurt leading this team. So I want to say good luck at the draft this weekend, and I look forward to speaking with you when the Thunderbirds are in full flight this season. Thanks,
1: I, re- I really appreciate it. And uh, like I said, we can't we can't get back to uh, to Halifax. I mean, you know, to join all, all the food and fans and, and the excitement that the Thunderbirds brings.
0: No problem. We can't wait to get the nest rocking. Well, Mike, it's been a- an awesome time here, sir. You get back to your night, and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Sounds good. Thanks a lot. Eh?
0: No problem. All right. So there you have it. That is Mike Cursey, the head coach of the Halifax Thunderbirds, and this is Offside LAX where lacrosse comes to talk.